Hi, y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in? that has a giant island with Carrera marble, and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually wanna cook. Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous and he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers, I got you. I can help you with all of that. We are kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call. Hi y'all. This is Amy Elkman, the host of the Ace Your Life show. And I have a question for you. How do you feel about the home that you're living in right now? Is it too big? Is it too small? Did your kids just go off to college and you're ready to downsize? Or did you just have your first baby and you're busting out of an apartment and you need more space? Do you wish you had a beautiful kitchen that you could entertain in that has a giant island with Carrera marble and it's all white and bright with beautiful light streaming in all the time that makes you actually want to cook? Well, if you want any of these things, I got you. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a realtor and my husband is a remodeler and he's fabulous. And he has three crews that can help you really make any dream come true that you want. So if you want a pool and you don't like your little tiny backyard, I got you. If you want a new kitchen to entertain in, I got you. If you want a gorgeous owner suite bathroom, with Carrera marble everywhere that you can have your sexy bath time every night with candles and beautiful music piped in through the speakers. I got you. I can help you with all of that. We are kind of like Chip and JoJo's older siblings, but we're cooler and maybe married. I don't know. Is that weird? But anyway, so if you want to move, 
if you want to fix up the house you're in, if you want to sell the house you're in, just give me a call and I can help you make all your dreams come true. That is our passion. And if you're in the Dallas area, we can totally help you. So give me a call. What is up, you gorgeous humans? Welcome to the Ace Your Life Show. I am your host, Amy Elkman. Oh, I got a good one for you today. It's really good. And I'm just so excited to tell you all about it. Um, I had the pleasure of interviewing Miss Caroline McGrath. She is amazing. She is um, doing so many things to help people. And she's a licensed professional counselor. She's a mindset and empowerment coach. She does um, wonderful group session programs for teenagers and for moms. And she's also adorable and she's also funny as shit and has the best wit and just the funniest demeanor. And I just love, love talking to her. But I don't have to tell you about it. I can let you listen to it. So we talk about all the most wonderful things. She gives some really amazing examples. Something so good that I had never heard. And y'all, I've been a mom forever. For like 22 years, right? 21 and a half. Whatever. Long time. I've had two teenagers grow up and move out of the house. I still have one teenager left. And she taught me something to teach my teenager that I had never heard. And I thought you, I mean, look, this old dog learns all kinds of new tricks every day. And you know, I love a new trick. So this was just so much fun talking to her, getting all her scoop and insight on helping us to feel better teenagers and moms and humans in general. And, um, I just loved, I just love this conversation. So I can't wait for you to hear it. Please let me know if you got some great insight on this. Just, you know, DM me. And if you really love this conversation, please tag her and me and just take a little snapshot of it. Post it on Instagram. That would just be awesome. We also love, 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 love when you rate, review, and subscribe each edition of this fabulous show you're listening to. I know how precious your time is. I know that you don't have a lot of time to be doing this kind of stuff. So the fact that you spend it with me just means the world to me. And so that I can keep this wonderful train going, just subscribe, rate, and review this episode or any episode. And um, it would mean the world to me. So anyway, without further ado, let's get right into it. The fabulous Miss Caroline Hi. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the Ace Your Life show. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. It's been a long time coming. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and be in your energy. Oh, yeah. I know. We were, uh, yeah, we totally have a very, I think we're sisters from another mister, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. But anyway, okay, the way I like to start out every single podcast is I like to ask you, what is your favorite thing right now that you can't live without? 
and it can be anything in the whole entire world, but it's something that you literally can't live without today. Today, I would say breath work. And you know what? Every time I try to like, well, I don't know, you know, breath work and something pops up and I'm like, oh, there it is again. There it Uh is. And every time I do it, it's just, it's transformational. It's just like releases and just aha moments. And so I would say breath work. Definitely. Yeah. You and I did that breath work at the retreat that we were at together, the mastermind retreat. And I literally have never done anything like that in my whole life. And it's hard to even explain to people. So will you explain to my audience, because I want them all to do it, exactly what is breath work. And we're not just talking about listening to a meditation and breathing. We're talking about something different. So can you kind of explain what breath work is and what it does for you? Yeah, I know that retreat, that breathwork session was oh, so amazing. So amazing. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just there's so many different ways to breathe, right? So through this program and through like this type of breathwork, like there's the the deep breathing, there's the fast breathing, there's, you know, just like nose, mouth, all of it. But what I've found is it just goes deep, like really deep. And it just taps into parts of yourself, whether that's like things from the past or childhood or things that are going on now. And it just opens it up and releases it and allows it out. And then it just fills you back up, right. With just like the healing and the positive energy. And just every time I do it, even if I do a three minute breathwork session, I walk away just lighter and calmer and just more free. And I just love it. I love it. I do too. And I think what's so fascinating because I'd never done it before until we did this retreat. And I'm fascinated by the things that come up. You think, oh, I'm just breathing. No big deal. And then all of a sudden you're tingling all over. Your hands and feet are tingling. And and you're thinking of all these things that are coming up and out and releasing. Sometimes you cry a little bit. Sometimes you you know, make noises, like things happen. Your body knows what it needs to release, but we just spend our whole life pushing it all down because it's not cool to, you know, have feelings or like emotions. You don't want to be that girl, but then also, then you never learn how to get rid of these feelings. So I think breath work is just so brilliant and how it just taps into all of that because your body knows what it needs to get rid of. It does. We don't know. Our smart brain doesn't know, but our body does. So I think it's brilliant. And I love that you're going to be using it in your groups and your sessions. So for anyone who doesn't know, can you just give us a little quick description of what you do? Because you're brilliant and what you've got going on and how you help moms, because this podcast is all about helping moms and tapping into what you need and feeling good and like, just really spending some time filling up your own cup. So tell everybody kind of what you, what you do because you're a real life therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Real live one, not just one on TV like everybody else. You're a real live one. So I want you to tell everybody about your real life therapy stuff. (laughs) And then also what you've got, this wonderful stuff you've got going on for the holidays and all that. I just want to hear all of it. Yeah. So I'm a therapist. I've been a therapist for 
over 10 years now. Um, basically, like typically I just see teens and young adults in my therapy, but I have also worked with families and parents over the years. Also, I'm a certified like master Jungian coach. So I work with shadow work, which goes really well with breath work because mm. it works through triggers and releasing all the stuff we've kept stuck inside and pushed down. So I use that in my coaching with moms and with women. And I just, I work with, I love working with moms. I'm a mom. I'm a mom of two little boys, one who just turned nine today. I can't believe it. Um, so just working with moms because as moms, there's the mom guilt. There's the anger that a lot of moms don't want to admit and talk about. There's the judgment, self-judgment, judgment from others. There's just all the stuff of being a mom, right? And the pressure and, and just, you know, wanting to do things perfect or feeling like you're not good enough. So there's just all the things. And I just decided that as moms, like we just need that space. And through that breathwork session at the retreat, it really unleashed a lot of things for me, for my childhood. And then being a mom currently in my own little family life. And I just saw this opening where, we just need this community and going into the holidays, you know, it can be stressful. There's a lot going on. So I am starting a mom group on October 24th and it's going to be four weeks because as moms, we don't have a ton of time. Uh-uh. So it's going to be just four weeks, a little four week boot camp going into the holidays. So we can go in, you know, be more intentional, more calm, have more fun and make time for us and make time in space for us to take that, you know, those breaks to be able to be like, Hey, I can actually enjoy this instead of last minute shopping or making sure that this person's doing this or that, or this, or traveling, you know, whether it's traveling, whether it's, you know, some people get triggered when they're with family members, some people get triggered when they travel. Yeah. So it's working on all the things. So we'll be doing some shadow work with, you know, triggers going into the holidays and releasing Mm. that to be able to go in, in a more intentional space, as well as bringing in the breath work, which I'm really excited about too. Oh, I love me some shadow work. So you did some shadow work on me, which I have not told you that how it just opened up so many wonderful conversations in my mind about the way that I look at things. And can you explain what shadow work is for the audience? Because I love shadow work. I think it's amazing. I love, I can't wait to hear about it too. From Yeah, I know. I'll tell you off. Yeah. Well, maybe not. We're talking about it now. What do I care? (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm really, I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. So shadow work is, you know, it's, so we all have our persona, you know, our personality that we show the world and everyone kind of sees our personality and that's who we are. And our shadow side are the bits and pieces of us that we repress and keep down. So let's say, you know, when you were younger, you were kind of told to, you know, like, don't, you know, don't bring attention to yourself or don't cry. Don't show any emotion or you couldn't get angry, whatever it is. Right. Or don't be selfish and don't, you know, whatever it might be. So there's bits and pieces of yourself that like, when you see other people, if someone, I'll just use some examples of, if you think, you know, see someone and they're being super selfish, or you think this person's being manipulative or whatever it might be. I mean, you can even get triggered in traffic, you know, like Mm. they're being inconsiderate, not letting you in. So all of those triggers are, they come from within us and they come from parts of us that are, you know, repressed and kept down. And when we allow those up and when we take a look at that through the shadow work process, we're able to integrate all those pieces of us so we can stand back and be like, oh yeah, I know where this is coming from. I know what's going on right now because really we can't be our true authentic selves if we don't integrate all these pieces of us. So being able to do that, you're able to take a step back slowly you'll realize like, wait, 
I used to get so pissed off about that. And like, that doesn't even bug me anymore. Or that person like has no effect anymore. It's fascinating. It's super fascinating. Oh, it's so fascinating. And you and I did a shadow work session last week on someone. And I actually was around that person like a few days later and I had no triggers. It was the most amazing. Like I just felt like empathy and I felt like I get it now. It's all good. I see where my part in it was, where it was triggering me from something else. And I just think shadow work is brilliant. And I think it's, I mean, we did what, 30 minutes. And that's a relationship that I've had for a long time. And it's just now I feel like it's, I don't know if it's healed. I have no idea, but it felt good. Let's just put it that good. way. I, I know because that was a deep one. It was, was deep. Thinking. It was yeah. deep. And I have more. I'm thinking of other ones that I, I had a little something today that I would love to talk to you about later. So we'll take that later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I I, just the way, okay. What I love so much about you is just how you talk like a normal person. You're not talking like all these long words that people don't understand. I mean, it's like a serious, like, okay, I got pissed off about this. Let me explain to you why. And let's go through that. And let's talk about that. Like you just make everything so simple and use small words that people can understand. I mean, it sounds (laughs) stupid, but it's true. Like, you know, sometimes people are afraid of therapy because they're like, oh gosh, this is going to be so deep. And I'm going to, I just like the comfort level that you provide with your way of being with people. It's amazing. So oh, thank you. It, it's, you know, there's no reason to be anyone other than you, you know, or have to hide parts and pieces of yourself. You know, I mean, I'm a therapist yeah. and I've gone to therapy and I've also had coaches and you really have to write, find the right fit. Uh-huh. And sometimes, I mean, if you don't feel safe or, or comfortable talking to your therapist or your coach about certain things, then you might want to think about finding somebody else because what's the point, right? Right. So I just, it's, it's just being open and, and I working with moms too, it's all about being raw and real and honest and open. And I'm lucky that I had, you know, when I had my firstborn and baby, you know, all the stages, right? Like you have a couple of friends maybe that you can be super raw and honest with, and then they're mm-hmm. toddlers and then they're, you know, little kids and all that. And so when you can share like, well, I just lost it or I just, yeah. you know, yelled. and then like the mom guilt, the shame, you know, and then you have people who are like, oh, I've never yelled at my child a day in oh. my life. And what you're are you like, talking about? Everything's so easy. What? Mm, okay. Yeah. And then you want to like cut their faces off. <laughs> I think you to work on that, right? <laughs> yeah. I want to work on that one next. <laughs> no, yeah. I got through that one. I was just remembering my shadow work from last week and I don't want <laughs> their faces off anymore. So that's, that's right. Progress. That's progress, right? Yeah. 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 And then, just a lot. Ta- you said, um, Carl Young, right? Isn't that who you're yes. talking about? Yes. Yeah, He said something and I'm going to buy, I, I don't remember the quote at all verbatim, but it's something about the paradox about, do you know the quote I'm talking about, about like, you have to learn how to love yourself. And that's when you can really make change. Once you know what you're really like, then you can change. But until then you can't change anything about yourself that you don't like, because you have to understand what you're even working with. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Because you can't be awakened unless you're awakened to the unconscious, right? Right. You have to bring the unconscious to the conscious and conscious to the, you know, so you just, it, it's, you have to tap in and you yeah. have to also just kind of step back and be like, 
okay, this is what's going on. And it's all about being non-attached to, you know, to the outcome or not attached to, we have like this, this little bit of time where something happens and you can either react or not. And if you're going to react, you're going to react. And I mean, there's times where, you know, in your mind, you're like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And then I just came out anyway. You're like, well, (laughs) now we have to do the repair, right? But if you're able to just kind of take that step back and be like, okay, I know what's going on and tap into that, you waken. So what do you suggest? Like take it, like, let's say you get triggered. I got triggered this morning, big time. And, um, what would you suggest as it's going on? Usually when it's happening, you're in a conversation with someone and I can feel it in my neck, Mm. feel it all coming up. I'm like thinking, okay, why is this triggering me? I do remember stepping away from my body for a second while I was listening to this person speak and thinking to myself, okay, why is this happening? Why am I feeling like I want to, like my veins are popping out of my neck? And after I, you know, after the conversation was over and I did some tapping and all the good stuff and I kind of journaled about it, then I started to figure it out. But what do you suggest when you're in a confrontation with someone that is unexpected? Like, it's just like all of a sudden you're in it and you don't even know where it came from. What should you do? Like, should you take a beat or like count to five or what, what do you suggest? Because I don't think well, I have to It's kind of, I mean, it's different for everyone, right? So everyone has their own coping skills and everyone, you know, just like I tell my clients and like my teen clients and, you know, when I work with kids and stuff, it's, you have to find what works for you. So it's really, I mean, the biggest part is practicing and, and the awareness. So just being aware of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So in the moment, I mean, we're not, no one's perfect. So there's going to be times where we're going to react, but then it's like taking a step back and like realizing where did that come from? you know, what part of me, like, is it the child self of me? Is it the, you know, whatever part of you, right. That came out and that was like, like triggered. Mm -hmm. So there's all these different parts of ourselves, but it's really like when that happens, the greatest thing is, is if you can take the break, if you can Mm -hmm. just take a breath, you know, whatever you need to tell the, tell yourself in the moment, you know, like, okay, like stop or, you know, take a break or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, some people are like, you know, I'm safe. I've got this or whatever it is, right. Mm -hmm. Your little own affirmation, but it's really being able to take that break. And just like, even if you can visualize like, okay, I'm going to step out and it's right there. And I have this space between me and that person or me and whatever else is going on. And I can either attach to it or I can just stay back here. Mm. And that's where that magic happens is you, if you attach, you're attached. I mean, then you just, you deal with it after, right? Right. Or in the moment, if you can like stop in the moment as well and be like, yep, actually I'm going to back away from this. But if you can just, you know, maybe say, you know what, I'm just going to take a quick break or walk <laughs> over here or, you know, take yeah. a drink of water or yeah. just say, I'm not, I'm just not going to go there right now. Or, you know, whatever it is, whatever the situation. Yeah. 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 I remember when I was in this thing. I just remember thinking, okay, I feel myself going down the wrong path and I'm just going to take a little minute and let that person speak and then just say, okay, thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm going to get back to you on it. And that's what I did. And then I hung up and had to get up and like walk around and like (laughs) go freak out a little bit and tap and do all this stuff. And then I realized, okay, yeah, that triggered the shit out of me. And now what, what was that about? And how, and I feel like I really did work through it because I talked myself through it. I journaled about it. 
I talked to my husband about it. He was great at giving me some clarity on it. And then now I just need to call that person back. <laughs> and yeah. that's okay. But that's okay. At least I'm not so triggered and like, you know. Right. Because when you enraged. act out of the triggered place, yeah. And when you act out of the triggered place, then you're, you could say things that you might regret later and then it can boil up to this and that. And so if you're able to take that break, whatever happens, whatever the outcome is, the outcome is right. But the other person too is projecting their stuff onto you. So when you can think about, okay, this is their stuff. Mm-hmm. I have my stuff. They have their stuff. So when they're projecting onto you and if you're getting triggered by that, you know, it's just, we're all mirrors too. Right. So right. you're getting triggered by you or, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just this thing. But if you're able to take that break, like you did and work through it and mm-hmm. talk through it and journal through it and tap through it, then you're doing it, you know, a minute. I'm in it, girl. You are. I'm in it to win it. So in it. Or at least not, you know, get into a fight on the phone. (laughs) That's the (laughs) other way I'm in it. (laughs) Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I love this. And so I love that you have a team group. I'm sure that you get a lot of fun triggers in that group, but tell us a little bit about your team group and, and is it still open? Is it something that people can still join or is it um, a closed group for now and you're going to bring it back or how's that working? Yeah. So it's an ongoing four week group. So this round has started, okay. um, but it's great. And so it's just going to rotate every four weeks. So I do close enrollment just to keep it a safe container. So, you know, we don't have kids coming in and out. So the teens are, you know, they feel comfortable sharing and then all of a sudden someone new doesn't pop in, but so I close it down for a week and then it's, but there, you can always get on the wait list for the next round. Mm -hmm. So it's just an ongoing group. And if teens really enjoy it and want to keep going, they can continuously join the group every month too. So they can just join every month. Um, But it's great. It's, It's called Mend Your Mindset. So it works a lot on mindset um, you know, teens these days, I mean, it's, it's hard. Mm. It's hard. There's the anxiety, the depression, you know, self-harm, everything has just skyrocketed, especially since COVID. So I've seen a lot more anxiety and social anxiety too, since COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great place too, for, you know, teens just to kind of come together and it's through zoom it's on zoom. So they can just be in their rooms in a safe space. And just meet other teens who, you know, kind of have the same stuff going on in today's day and age too. There's, I've had so many clients who say they get together with their friends and nobody talks or just on their phone. They'll even like talk through their phones with each other in a group and pass things. They're like, I just want to talk to my friends. So it's an interesting thing because growing up, I mean, I, you know, we didn't have that. No, we didn't have that. that. And it's so interesting. I was talking to um, KJ about her creativity work. And she said, think about a time like when we were growing up and your parents would say, okay, dinner's going to be ready in an hour. Go out and play. I really feel like teenagers don't even really do that. Like, yeah. I feel so sad for what's going on with our generation and the phones and the social media and all the bullshit because they don't even know how to talk to each other anymore. It's a really sad thing. I mean, I have two teenagers right now. I have a 21 year old and it's crazy. Like, it's really crazy. It is so hard to cultivate any kind of relationship because they don't, everything's through Snapchat or Instagram or posting and how many likes did you get and all that stuff. So I think what you're doing is so brilliant because kids need this and 
if they can't get it in their high school, then they can get it online with complete strangers who are in the same, like, like like-minded kids who are just trying to figure out their mindset and figure out what makes them feel good. I just think it's awesome. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, I just had a client say, oh yeah, you know, someone asked me for my number. And then a friend was like, oh, that means they're really interested because they asked for your actual number, not just your snap. You know, I mean, it's just all this different stuff. And I did a teen group, um, for, I did a yoga calm teen group back when I was doing these, these yoga calm groups in person. And I challenged them. It was finals. It was teenagers, a a group of teenage girls. And I challenged them during the week of finals to stay off of social media because they're kind of stressing about finals and homework and all this stuff. So I challenged them. I said, okay. I said, and I'll do it too. You know, if you want to put a post like, Hey, I'm leaving for a week, I'm taking a break, whatever you want to say. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think one of them made it the whole week, but she said, as soon as it turned midnight, she scrolled through everything throughout the whole last week, whatever she missed. One said right away, she's like, there's no way I can do that. I'm not going to do it. And then other ones were like, okay, I'll try. And they made it maybe a day or two or something. I mean, it's so, and then, you know, they have to, everyone has to worry about take, you know, if your picture gets out there, what you do when you're hanging out, doing whatever. And it's, it's, it can be super intrusive. It can, I've seen it ruin a lot of kids' lives, you know, some good kids who, you mm-hmm. know, something happens and then boom, there it is. And like, I just feel like teens can't even be themselves truly, you know, they're constantly being watched from all. Yes. And they're also, they can construct their personality to be whatever they think people would like. Yeah, like they, they feel like they have to put on this show for social media. My life is so perfect. And I mean, we're dealing with this right now. I've got a freshman in college and a senior in college. These freshmen, they go off to school and they look on Snap or Instagram and they see what all their friends are doing. And they think they're all having the time of their lives. And then, but I'm here in a dorm room where I'm away from my family. I'm, you know, I have to get on a plane to go see them. I don't know anybody. I feel so alone. Like, it's just a very sad, crazy phenomenon. We never had to, I didn't even know what was going on with my friends in college. I know. We lost we call on the phone. Yeah. We had to pick up a landline and yeah. like, it had to be stuck through a wall and like, we had to use like, our, oh. I know. I mean, think about in high school when you go hang out with friends, like for somehow everyone knew where to meet or knew where to find each other and nobody had cell phones, you know, it was just kind of like, and it was, did we do that? I don't know. (laughs) We had a Burger King that we all would cruise through. It was called, we called it the BK lounge because it was the (laughs) the only Burger King in Hammond, Louisiana. And we would all cruise through and see who was there and who's inside and who's (laughs) in the car. Like, Oh, now we're going to go to McDonald's. And then we'd all go to McDonald's. I mean, it was like, that was what we did. Yeah. We all figured it out. Like we didn't, I know text and snap. And I mean, it was, I know. I feel a hundred years old saying that, but it, it's, so it, do I, it's but sad. it makes me, but I can, they yeah. can't have that freedom. And also they can't get in trouble. Oh, they always get in trouble because everything they do is on film. Like everything yes. they do is recorded somewhere on somebody's phone. So they all get in trouble all the time. <laughs> I know everything, it's, everything is recorded. Yeah. And even if you don't know it's being recorded, someone usually will have some phone somewhere and all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, 
Yeah. And I, I mean, one of the most important things that, you know, I tell the moms I work with is just to make sure to keep the lines of communication open because it's such a pivotal time in kids' lives. And now with social media, especially because things can be happening and kids will just shut down or they're ashamed or, you know, whatever's going on, right. Or they feel left out or it it could be anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just really keeping those lines of communication opening open and letting them know no matter what they can talk, they can come to you. Yeah. And what do you think about social media with younger kids? I mean, I know you have a nine-year-old, I have a 14 year old right now. What do you think the limits should be? Like, what are some good guidelines for, you know, people in my group who, who want to just hear from, you know, a professional, like, what do you suggest? I mean, I'm sure you've seen the data of what's healthy and what's not. And I know it's hard to gauge, but do you have suggestions on that? Oh my gosh. I mean, as a mom myself, I am like, I want to wait to the last minute. Right. And I totally get that the kids are all, you know, oh, all my friends have it. All my friends have this or that, or mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they have, you just have to be on it too. There's apps out there that aren't really, really the apps that they say they are. Right. I mean, there's a calculator app that has that really there's photos. Yeah. Let's keep on there that, you know, they don't want anyone to see. Yeah. Um, There's so many different things like that. And it's, but it's not just that it's also, I, and I don't know, maybe as a therapist, like my mom always told me growing up, she's like, be careful if you become a therapist and have kids because you're going to be, you're just going to know too much, know right? way too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I see all these things happen, you know, all of a sudden one text goes out to a group and boom, like this, you know, all of a sudden they lost all their friends, yeah. you know, it's like, whoa. And then there's this whole group text and all these people are texting and all this, and it's just can be so overwhelming and so much. And so when you're little and younger and your brain is not fully developed. And I mean, it's the end of the world if you mm-hmm. lose your best friend or a group of friends, right? Mm-hmm. Or if somebody makes some, you know, it's a rumor and it's really not true, but yeah. So I'm really into, so I talk about the X factor. So have you heard of that with teens? No, no. I mean, it doesn't have to just be with teens, it's with kids, but anyone who has a phone, I guess. Yeah. Um, so if there is a situation, Right. So they're like with friends or at a party or wherever they are. Right. If they text you an X and that's all they have to do is just an X. There's no explanation, nothing. This is like, this is a little pact between parents and their kids. So if they text you an X, it means like, I need help. I want out, like, come get me, call me, text, you know, whatever. So then it's up to the parents to be like, Hey, I'm going to like, where are you at? You know, where are you? We need mm-hmm. to come get you. Something came up or we have to go somewhere or, you know, you come up with whatever excuse you have. Right. Right. Yeah. And then they can be like, why, you know, I don't want to go da, da, da. Yeah. And fight with you. And you be know? cool, but actually be like, thank you. Thank you. Come get right? me now. Like, this is where I am. I'll be right here. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Hurry up. Oh my God. This is brilliant because I have a son right now who is at the very, the age where it's all starting to get yeah. Yes. But here's the key is you cannot get mad. The parent cannot, even if it's, even if the kiddo has been drinking or smoking mm-hmm. pot or, you know, mm-hmm. if they, you know, like a friend was going to drive and they didn't want to get in the car, but they were drunk too, or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. they cannot get in trouble. They can't get grounded. You can't take their phone or anything away. You can say, Hey, 
you know, if they feel like talking about it in the moment, that's, that's great. If not, you can be like, you know what, we'll touch on this tomorrow and have a conversation about it and around it, but mm-hmm. there's no shame. There's no blame. There's no getting in trouble. There's nothing. It's just a way to keep them safe and to keep the communication open. I think this is brilliant. I'm going to blast this all over to all my friends and I can't wait to tell Charlie all about it because I think that's part of it. Like, oh my gosh, I just went to this homecoming. I was a, um, a chaperone at the after party, oh. a freshman. So just <laughs> imagine. And there were like 125 of them and they're all walking around and they're so awkward. And some of them are all dressed alike and they have like the exact same shirt with the cross and the like the two short pants. And, and then my son, oh God bless. I mean, it was just like the most awkward and they're all, some, some are so much more mature than others. And yeah. it's just, they're all so different and varying levels of maturity that yeah. is heart wrenching. So I think the fact that we can open the communication like that and just make it so easy for them to trust us, but also know that, that, you know, we're going to hold boundaries. Like you're not allowed to do certain things, but right. you send me an X that goes out the window. I come pick you up. You're safe. And then we can talk about it later. I love yep. this. This is brilliant. How did I, how did I make it through two teenagers <laughs> without you? Oh. Well, you did it. Look I did it. it. I, somehow I muddled my way through, but and they now I have more time to focus on this poor kid. <laughs> he is so like, oh my God, y'all are around all the time and I have no buffers. My <laughs> siblings are gone and now it's just the Charlie show. Right. He's like, make oh my focus. God, please. I don't want, I don't want any more attention. So funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so good. And then the mom group. So tell me just a little snippet of like what you talk. I know you're doing breath work and Mm -hmm. that is fabulous. And you're meeting on zoom, right? Yes. Okay. So what, what, what would you talk about? Like, let's just, you know, throw out some things because I love what you just talked about with the teen stuff. So I can imagine what your mom stuff is going to be golden. Yeah. So it's going to be, and I mean, here's the thing too, is I like to talk to whoever's in the group to see what's going on, what comes up, right? Sometimes there's going to be like, some people have the same experiences. Sometimes it's going to be different. So it's really going into it where we're going to work on, you know, whether it's triggers of, you know, being, some people really get triggered being around family, you know, sometimes people have to travel. Sometimes you have to cook and you don't want to cook or, you know, it could be anything right. Presence, or maybe certain people celebrate certain holidays and other people's other people don't. And Mm -hmm kind of navigating that with kids and with all of that. So it's really about, I really want to go into this and really help moms take the step back to be able to like, okay, let's kind of make a plan going forward in terms of how can I be more intentional about this? How can I like keep my calm and my cool going through this? And how can I have more fun and how can I spend more time with my family? And what's some fun, what are some fun things that I'm like, Oh, I really, really get excited about this for the holidays. And then all of a sudden it's January and you're like, well, shit, like I I totally didn't do any of that because I was too busy doing this and this and this, and I was too exhausted to do anything else. So it's really, it's not only just working on the triggers and going into the holidays, like, you know, with more ease that way, but it's also, and you know, with the breath work. And so I really want to like do this self transformational, like, you know, personal work, but also just shifting the mindset too, of the mind is the cause. I mean, we, you know, create our reality. So 
you know, we can make this plan and we can do what we need to do to stick with it and take the steps to get there and, and make it more fun rather than more stressful. You know, who needs more stress? No, we don't need more stress and not be so reactive. I love that you're saying proaction, like let's make a little, let's make a little plan. And so when this happens, this is how you handle it. Or let's not even put ourselves in that position. Like why do you have to, you know what, when we, uh, when my kids, when I had all three of them, we just decided we're not going to travel anymore for Christmas. We're going to have a Christmas party at our house every year. Everyone is welcome to come to us and we have the best Christmas. It has changed everything. We used to pack everybody up and all the gifts, and then you'd have to hide them. Yeah. It was just a mess. And then we just made a decision as a family. You know what? We just want to be home. And now my kids are in college. They want to be in their beds. They don't want to go travel all over to wherever for Christmas. And we respect that. And it's great. And I think those little baby steps of just what feels good to me, what feels good to my family, and then let's make it happen. It's your life. It's your one and only precious life. And holidays take up a lot of that year. They do. They take almost they a, a quarter. <laughs> I know. From Halloween to Christmas, it's like so right. Much. Yeah, especially so yeah, the end of the year. Yeah, and you know, and it is like, oh, we want to see this, you know, family over here and over there, and yeah. But it is. It's about, I, you know, the big thing too is being able to say no and feeling okay with saying no. Because it's so hard sometimes to say no, or to feel guilty if you do say no, or, you know, it's just all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and I hear you on the traveling too. I mean, (laughs) every time we go to travel, I'm originally from Minnesota. So when we go back there, there's always a flight delay, right? And then, you know, my mom and stepdad moved to Arizona. So we were there last year and there was still a flight delay. And we're like, well, we're flying from Arizona to Oregon, you know? So yeah. And we've had so many, every time there's something, I mean, it's fun. It's great. It's fun. But with kids, it's a lot of work too. It is. It is. And I think it's just deciding what feels good to you, deciding yeah. what you've decided instead of being worried about pleasing everyone else. And, oh, well, this one, I didn't go there that last year. So I need to go there this year. And yeah, they just don't really care. They just want you to be happy. And they really are more worried about themselves. <laughs> Right. So I think once you just put some ground rules down and say, okay, this is how it's going from now on with our little family of five and we love you all. And we would love to have you all here and it would be so great. Right. Bring it. And then they, they say, okay. And that's the, that's the beauty of it is everyone gets to choose what's best for them. Right. Exactly. And if you feel like traveling and going somewhere for Christmas, then go. Yeah. Not wrong with that. And just be open to, if there's some bumps along the road, there's some bumps along the road. Yeah. And there always will be. (laughs) So how do you deal with that? You just anticipate it. And then you have tools from Caroline's program that make it all go so smoothly. Fabulous. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I could talk to you all day. Okay. So will you tell everyone where they can find you? And so that we can make sure that we get all that information. Now I'll put it all in the show notes too, but I just love for you to tell everyone too, please. Yeah. So my handle on social media is soul of the Lotus as is my website. So soulthelotus.com and that has everything on there. So it has, you know, information about therapy. It has information about my coaching, one-on-one private individual coaching, as well as group coaching for teens, for moms, um, retreats that will be coming up, workshops, all that kind of stuff. 
Oh, it's so fun. And I just, I encourage you all to go sign up. This is such a brilliant way to get through your holidays. And you can do it from anywhere in the world because it's all on Zoom and yeah. change your life. So why wouldn't you want to go into the holidays and just be so calm and chill and have a plan and be like, no, and have you. fun. I'm and have fun. The drama and I just want to have fun. Exactly. Right? Yes. A great way to look at all of it. So go sign up right now. <laughs> All right. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you talking with me and my people and you're just, a, you're just a doll. Thank oh, thank you. This was so fun. Thank you. I love you. You're so I good. love you too. All right. Well, thank y'all and everybody go have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much. If you are still here for sticking around. I think we might be new best friends. And also, I know how important and precious your time is. So I can't tell you how much it means to me that you spend it with me. So thank you for that. If you could do me a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. Also, I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you could leave a review, that would mean the world to me. And tell me what you'd liked, what you didn't like what you'd like to hear more of. And that would just help me so much in the future. So thank you so much for that. Please follow me at Amy Elkman on Instagram and Facebook. And that is spelled A-I-M-E-E-E-L-K-M-A-N. And if you really liked what you heard today and you want to hear more, please join my free Facebook group, it's called the Ace Your Life Facebook group, and it's at Amy Elkman on Facebook. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Love y'all. Do you get so excited when a new podcast comes out because you know after you listen to it, your whole day is going to be better? And did you know that that comes out twice a week, which is actually quite a lot for a podcast, but it's only twice a week. What if you could have me in your pocket every single day of the week, helping you, guiding you, telling you funny stories, and just helping you to ace your life? Well, this is something that I am doing, and it's for very special people in my community. And if you are interested in finding out more information about it, it's going to be a container of ladies who want to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. And I've put a link below that you can click on just to do a quick little call and see if it's something that would work for you. And I would love to talk to you about it. So go check it out. And if you are interested in having me in your pocket all day long, let me know.